Internacional de Inversiones, IDEI, is an innovative real estate developer known for creating some of the most iconic buildings in Mexico. This includes the Torre KOI skyscraper, which is one of Mexico's largest buildings. To continue to offer best-in-class solutions and enable efficient vendor processes, they chose SAP S4HANA as their digital transformation solution. How did IDEI digitize their operations to aid business continuity and agile decision-making with SAP? Furthermore, how did they unlock 60% reduction in paper use while simultaneously achieving revenue growth via dynamic pricing models? And why did they choose to partner with SAP? My guest today, Jorge Martinez, the Vice President of Operations at IDEI, is joining us to answer the above and so much more. As always, my name is Akshi Mola and you're listening to SAP Experts Podcast. Welcome, Jorge. It is such a pleasure to have you here with us today. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure for me to be in the, in the program. Now, Jorge, before we jump into the wonderful transformational story that Internacional de Inversiones has had with SAP, I would like for our audience to get to know you better. So with that said, why don't you walk us through the day in the life of working at a real estate developer but not just any real estate developer, but one that is known for the most iconic buildings in Mexico. Okay, thank you. You know, a, a real estate developer, uh, what we do is we develop buildings and we develop uh, houses for families and everything. And we have to see from buying the land to giving the building to the clients, uh, the whole part. It's pretty Sometimes people confuse what is construction and what is developing. Mm. We don't construct. We always hire the ones that are constructing. And in difference from the United States or part of the world, we don't hire a general contractor. We hire a lot of different contractors. Like in a building, we can have a, around 70 different contractors making all the different parts. So we have to coordinate them, all of them but we don't do the construction itself. So we have to find the land, we have to decide to see what's the market, uh, to find what the clients are looking for, design the building, uh, construct it, find the credit with the banks, and then give it to the client at, at the last note. So we have to do all the process of developing the building. Absolutely, absolutely. That's so fascinating that you are the one coordinating everything. So even though you might not be the one constructing it per se, there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes. So with that said, what is it like to look at a completed building, a completed project, and to say to yourself that I played a part in creating that? You know, it feels great. And I tell a lot of like the people in my company that we have that fortune because if we work in a company that makes uh, sodas or toothpaste, you have to do everything the same all days and you don't see like a, a big difference. The only thing that you can see is some numbers in a spreadsheet and how much money you're making or stuff like that. But in reality, making buildings, and we have right now like 22 projects, making the projects, seeing how they develop, seeing how they are building and seeing them at the final stage, it's pretty exciting. Like it's, it's, it's a pretty good feeling knowing what you did and what you created for the city. So it's, it's pretty different that, than any other company. 
Absolutely, yeah. And bouncing off of that previous question, Internacional de Inversiones, IDEI, they went through a transformation with SAP. Now, I can immediately draw parallels between completing a construction or rather a, re a real estate project and looking back at that and looking back at a digital transformation. Now, in some ways, I can imagine the catharsis, the satisfaction that one might feel that, okay, we completed something so massive. But on the second thing, I also know that when it comes to digital transformation, it is never one and done. It is always that ongoing improvement. So I would like to ask your take on this. What are the similarities and what are the differences? You know, one thing that it's great, it's we were, we're project-based company. Like everything we do is based on projects, programs, timing, resources, costs. And so when we started uh, seeing how we were going to put SAP in us, it was a project for us. And it's, uh, we were measuring like a project and we were taking it like a project. And it also feels pretty good. Like when we finish a building, seeing that we finished SAP and it happens all over again. That's the big difference. Like you finish a building, you give it to a client and you're finished. With SAP, it's innovation, trust innovation. We have been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, we always have about five or six projects inside SAP to do different models, different things, innovating. So we like a lot of that. So we are always like innovating and seeing on back what we have done and we have accomplished. And it's pretty good uh, seeing that. So what I'm hearing, which is uh, wonderful to hear, is that it is always that ongoing um, projects, really. So we have ongoing projects on the real estate side. There's always something new to be done. And there are ongoing projects on the SAP side. There's always more that can be achieved. There's always more innovations than we can bring to the table. So with that said, sticking to the building analogy, we know, Jorge, that the tallest, mightiest buildings need solid foundation. Now, taking that very analogy, what, according to you, is the foundation, the very cornerstone of a successful digital transformation so that we can ensure continued digitization as well as successful adoption? I think one, one of the most important parts, and I think what one thing that helped us a lot is that my background is in IT. So I, I knew about that and I knew about the company and I knew how to like fusion it both. One of the, I think one of the first mistakes that a company does trying when they put SAP is like giving it just to IT and thinking that because IT is going to put SAP and they have an external consultant, everything is going to work great. In reality, you have to put the key users, you have to be from the top management involved and you have to design it as you need it for the company. So if you try to put it like, like they're gonna do a project and they're gonna tell me one year they're gonna finish, it's not gonna work. You have to be involved from the beginning and from everything. And a lot of parts of the company have to be involved. So no, if not, we always know like, if we do a module and the user and the one that is gonna use it and the one that is gonna get the benefit, it's not involved. When you finish, they're gonna tell you that it doesn't work. It's not like they need it. They don't have the time, they don't have the, like, and if they're not involved and they don't want to make it work, it's impossible to make it work. So one important part is that, like, involve the key users, involve the management, and, and have everybody work together as a team to make the project. Beautiful, beautiful. 
So yes, digital transformation cannot occur in a silo. Business transformation is digital transformation and vice versa. So we have to bring the business to the table. Thank you so much for that, Jorge. And with that in mind, Jorge, we spoke about the business has to be a part of it. You know, we have to bring the top line, bottom line, and the strategic side all into the same mix. But speaking of that, we also need to bring something else to the mix. And that is the green line, the sustainability. And Jorge, you know that in today's day and age, we keep hearing about sustainability. It's on top of everybody's mind across industries globally. Some might say it has become a cliche, but then there are some who really put their money where their mouth is and they're actually committed to sustainability. And I hear that IDEI also wanted to transform their vendor process by minimizing the paper use and reducing contact between individuals for safer operations. Yeah, what it, it's really interesting because, uh, as I told you, we don't have a general contractor. We have a lot of different contractors in a building. We can have 70, 80, 150 different from the guy that's the, like the big company that is making the structure to the little company that is putting all the signs and the colors mm-hmm. and stuff. So we have to like manage everyone. And it, normally we did it in paper, like we have a contract with each one and then they have to advance. So we have to pay them weekly what they're advancing. And there was a lot of people and a lot of like taking the documents from one building to another because you're not building the building in your office, right? So you have to start moving everything. So, and the other thing is that there are a lot of small companies that don't have any IRP, they don't have any systems, they they work in Excel. So what we wanted to do is make a module for them. So we, we did something like to help them manage their own company. So our contract is in our system, but they see it on our webpage and they can see what they're, what they have to do, when they have to do it. And then when they, when they advance, they mark it in our system. Like they, they, they start checking it on our system and then our supervisors mark it like, like it's ready and everything is on the system. So they, they, in the system, they put their advances in their system. They put their invoices. Uh, our system talks to our bank, so through the system we pay. So we try to do everything paperless. Our, our limit is the legal part. Like we do have to have contracts signed. We have to do. We do have to have some papers, but we try to take all the papers, like the most papers we want away. Uh, and the other thing interesting we did is we jump into the lean wagon. So we do everything in, in like lean construction. Mm. And that means that we do it by activities, not by uh, construction materials. Like if they're going to do a wall, I don't pay for every part of the wall. I pay for the wall completely. So it's easier to mark activities by the contractors than to mark every part of the construction of that wall, let's say. So it's easier to have paperless. So it, it was not only putting the system, it was changing the way we work so we can take away the, the paper. Wow, Jorge, Uh, this was very eye-opening because when you said that, yes, these projects are real estate projects, so it's not like working in an office in which you can say, oh, get this paper signed by Sally on the fourth floor. There is no Sally on the fourth floor. There is literally different buildings we're talking about here. Uh, So uh, not only are we saying on paper, but the amount of time that the back and forth transitioning. And you know, Jorge, there's something really funny here. 
I did the math and I heard that you reduced 72 tons in carbon footprint. And when I calculated that, that came out to be around 14 adult elephants. That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, a, there's a lot of paper that we have uh, taken out of the equation. And it's, uh, it has been very important for us, that part. And uh, we're, we're great, like we are grateful for that. And what I also heard, Jorge, was that it ended up being a blessing in disguise because we all know we are still in the COVID pandemic. And that's what followed your transformation. And uh, it was able to limit the exposure and increase the safety. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, you know, it was pretty cool because we, we have a, like, we're a pretty innovative company in technology. So we already, we already had everybody with laptops so everybody can work in their house. We already had everything in Office 365. So everybody has their outlooks in the cloud and everything, one drive and everything. So in reality, we didn't need the people to work in the office. They just, we just, when the pandemic started in March, we started telling them, take your laptops home. So if you can come, you can work from home. Uh, and between everything we have from, from Microsoft and everything we have with SAP, we can work completely remotely. Like you said, right now we have about, right now we have about 22 projects in the city. So if we had to take every paper from every project and bring it to the office to sign, it would be impossible. We need a lot of people for that. And right now we do most of it paperless. We have to do the initial documents and signing and stuff like that. But day to day, week to week, the advances and everything is done digitally. So uh, when the pandemic came, uh, we just stopped like for a couple of weeks, the, the construction continued and everything continued digitally, let's say like that. But we didn't stop the, the, the construction. We, we only started stop it like about three weeks and everything from then on had worked uh, perfectly. Wow, wow. So there was a, a seamless transition, like pandemic, no pandemic, you were able to transition. Yeah, we, we, we weren't planned for that, but we were ready for that. So we were, ready for that. we're pretty good. <laughs> and, you know, sticking to that whole theme of reducing paper usage as well as the automation, uh, Jorge, I myself am a procurement geek. And with that said, I heard that you were able to eliminate your goods receipt tickets. So are there any plans to expand these initiatives? Perhaps maybe we might have some paperless contracts in the future, maybe more automation in onboarding the suppliers. Maybe there could be electronic RFPs, e-sourcing. Are there any such plans? We, like, like I told you, our limit is not systems. Like if we, we, we can do a lot of things, our limit is the legal part. So normally we have to stay within the boundaries of the legal part. So, uh, but we have produced as much as we can. Right now, the, the new thing that we have just launched is we now have a web page where you can see all our inventory, every project, like all the, all the apartments or all the houses, and you can see what's uh, available, what's sold, what's the prices, how you can pay, what's so, and you can even separate the unit through the internet with a credit card. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then you can, like if you separate, then we talk to you and we make like a formal meeting to finish everything. But uh, we're trying to do everything digital because that's the future. Absolutely. And Jorge, you mentioned, you know, you, you were not playing the catch up game. You were already ready for when the pandemic came. So what was the compelling event for IDEI to choose to make this change and have this digital transformation? You know, and, and that's an important part. Uh, 
I have always liked it, like the innovation, the technology, the new stuff. Like I always has the new cell phone and stuff like that. So th that part of me always pushes the company to be in front of the technology. And I think that's an important part. You need a, a piece in the company that's pushing that because it always hurts. It always hurts to change a process. It always change to tell the people that they have to work different, that they have to do different stuff. Like you have to put, uh, right now, for example, we're doing some, some things in sales in the system that we have to force them and tell them, if you don't do it, uh, we don't have to, we won't pay the commission for that sale. So do it in the system or, or we, won't, we won't pay you for that. So you have to force it to, to put it. And if the people in front of the company is not, they're not committed, the change is not going to happen. So uh, we're always looking how to innovate. And the good part is that the people get the culture now. And we're in a point where now the people ask for the innovation. Now the yeah. people tell us, you know, I'm taking too much time doing this report. I need you to help me. We have to do this manually. I need you to put it in the system. So we're not, we're now in a part where they ask us to do stuff. So normally we have a lot of projects that we have to do and more that the capacity that we have. Yeah, so what I just heard, which was fascinating, is that to cross that innovation chasm, sometimes that can happen a lot in companies in which it's like, you have the latest and greatest technology, but there is no adoption. And providing those initiatives, that could be the game changer because, okay, yeah, I'm a salesperson. I would love to get my credit. I would love to get my commission. And I'm not going to see it if I'm not using the latest and greatest technology. So that is a wonderful way to bring everybody on board with those initiatives. Yeah, you have to force them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's also with the, like, if we, we like I told you, we have everything in Lean Construction. So all our contractors work in Lean. Uh, and if they want to work with us, they have to work that way. And they have to work in the system. Uh, what we do is that we have a team that, give classes and uh, give capacitation to those new contractors. So we help them at the beginning and then they can go along because we do have to teach them how to use our system, how to upload the invoice, how to work. Uh, but let's say we're a company that uh, we're thinking a lot in B2B. So we open our system to them so they can work in our system for their benefit. And, and that had given us a lot of benefits. Absolutely. Now, at this point, Jorge, I am going to quote your colleague and the CIO of IDEI, Francisco Garza. And he said this, we are always looking for the best solutions to enable our business and help us innovate. We saw in SAP S4HANA a trusted offering that could enable our vision for the future. But now let me ask for your take. Why did you choose SAP as a partner? You know what? What's pretty interesting is that when we were so, what, and I think that's a big thing. What when, when you're using when you're searching for a new RP, uh, they come and show you their models. Like they show, they come and tell you this is their finance and this is their how we uh, uh, the costs and how we manage everything. But in reality. SAP is much more than that. It's a platform where you can develop anything and interconnect to those models. So when we saw that, that was a game changer for us. Like not needing an external company to do our own programming and our own modules and 
interconnecting with the models of SAP has been a game changer for us. So it's, it's incredible that it's almost limitless what you can do. Uh, we had some limits when we were in, in, in the last version. That's why we changed to SOR HANA. With the new databases and the new speed and the new connections, uh, it has made a lot of difference. So a lot of our new models that we wanted to make that were, we had that limit in the technology. Now we have done it pretty good. So we have uh, dashboards and, and business intelligence directly to the database. We have all the things that sales to the clients and, and everything works pretty fast and it has been uh, different. But, but the big difference is that it's a platform and not just a module, mm. let's say it like that. So you have a lot of flexibility of what you can do. You have to know what you're doing, but you have a lot of flexibility. Yeah, and it reminded me of what you had said earlier that you're not interested in purchasing the parts of the wall. You're interested in the wall, the yeah. whole thing. And I think that that's the similarity. That's what SAP brings to the table, that it's the whole platform and it is role-based. So it's not like, okay, I'm going here to look at my analytics. I'm going over here to look at my daily tasks. I'm over here to look at my expiring contracts. It's all a one-stop shop. Exactly. But with that, Jorge, this would not be a discussion on unlocking value if we do not talk the numbers. So in a rapid fire way, why don't you tell us about the quantifiable benefits that you have achieved? Uh, there are a lot of benefits. I think one thing is we have to talk about sustainability, like 60% reduction of paper use. It, it has been pretty good. Uh, 5% in reduction in project cost overruns. We all have, it's a benefit. Uh, there's, we have a pricing model where we upload the pricing in every separation. So the, the salespeople see it in the system and they make the separation in the system and the prices automatically adjusts. So we have seen a 3.5 revenue growth through dynamic pricing model. And it has been a pretty good for us. And also what you talked earlier, the, the 72 tons of CO2 footprint reduction that it's, uh, we're a sustainable company. We have some projects that are lead, some projects that are different, uh, different uh, like lead, but different that they, they give us the certifications. Uh, and it's very good for us to be in this, in this part of the sustainability. Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, these are the real numbers. So yeah, uh, that, that's, that's the, ultimate truth, right? Yeah. And with that, you know, I heard Jorge, you tell us about that you are always looking for that next thing as an innovator. So I know that you're not done. You're not ready to hang your hat just yet. So with that said, what is next for IDEI? We're always looking for, for new and innovating ways. Like for example, we have a chopping mall. Uh, and the new, new thing with it is normally you have to go in, like here in Mexico, a lot of shopping malls, you have to pay for a parking. So you have to take a ticket out and then you have to go to the machine to pay. The greatest innovation that Ariva has done is that you can pay with credit card there, right? Yes. So what we have done right now is uh, we have an app. Uh, everything is connected. Uh, like we always use, I always tell my people, our only database is SIP, so we have to be there. And what we do is in the app, uh, you put your plate number of your car and you put your credit card. So now when you go into the shopping mall, uh, it automatically lets you enter. And when you go out, it, it lets you enter and you just have a notification in your app and it tells you you went one hour there, you have to pay X. So 
we're always looking for new things to, to make life easier and to see how we can put technology in, into our project. So it's, it's, it's fun always doing new things. Wow. And speak of a relatable benefit, because recently I ended up getting stuck in my old university. I'd gone there for an event and they had given us this parking validation ticket. And here I was and behind me, a train was forming, but my my validation was just not working. <laughs> so I'm so grateful that you're thinking for people like me and so many more who would want that seamless experience, just like how SAP products bring that seamless experience. Exactly. So, as we move more towards the end of today's discussion, where can our audience know more about IDEI's initiatives? You know, they can go to our webpage, it's idei.com.mx. Uh, we have there our, our projects and what we have done. And we also, we do a lot of programs with you in SAP and presentations because uh, they always have us like a company that it's in front of the innovation and, and we like that. We like companies to see what we're doing and what they can do with the, with the platform. So we're, we're always open to that. With that, Jorge, thank you so much for joining us today. It was such a pleasure having you here with us. Thank you very much.